Hello and welcome to Crapflix and Chill, the only film podcasts uh, where your hosts will actively stop watching movies midway through as they've been completely broken by their very own concept. <laughs> that was one time. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to happen again. You can call me... Uh, <laughs> well, you can call me many things. My name is Jamie Valentine, and I'm joined, as always, uh, by the smarter-than-your-average bear, Joe Thompson. <laughs> I, how are we this evening? <laughs> I love that. Smarter-than-your-average bear. Why have I never said that before? That's so me. That's so on-brand for me. Right? Love that. I, I got you. You get me every time, man. You get me every time. So, other than, you know, coming here for the goofs, what is Crapflix and Chill? Uh, we are a film podcast uh, where myself and Joe seek out the worst possible films that we can find on Netflix. Uh, you know, just to criticise and talk over the whole way through. But if that's something you like the sound of, then you can watch along with us in real time as well. So listen out for the uh, the party horn in a bit. Whoop, whoop. And yeah, come on this terrible journey with us and ruin your faith in cinema forever. The crap flicks and chill guarantee. And boy, we guarantee it. <laughs> So please, Joe, for the love of God, tell me you have something better this week than Pixels. Well, I can't promise that. But what I will say is I have slightly deviated the rules this week, Jamie. So basically, this is a film that's been on my list for a while to put to put uh, to, to, to nominate as for, for one of our suggestions. And uh, it's just left. And that's if you remember, that's the second time that's happened to me where a film's left just before I wanted to watch it. <laughs> They're on to us, Joe. They're really on to us. <laughs> yeah, I really do. Um, so anyway, we've decided to purchase this on Amazon for the for the mere price of around two quid. But we're going to watch tonight the unrated director's cut of Truth or Dare. Ah, uh, amazing! Yeah, 2018's Truth or Dare. No, yeah, I've I've not seen. So uh, here's the blurb: In this intense unrated director's cut, <laughs> a game of Truth or Dare among friends turns deadly when someone or something begins to punish those who tell a lie or refuse the dare. I mean, it sounds crap. It's got Lucy Hale, it's got Tyler Posey, and it's got someone called Violet Bean. No idea who that is. Um, and it's directed by the very unknown Jeff Wadlow. So I'm into it. Are uh, you ready? Uh, I'm ready for Violet Bean. What a name. This is off to a cracking start. Do you remember the stupid trailer for this with the stupid faces? That's what we're in for. That's all I remember. Stupid faces and, you know, a bit, bit of truth or dare in it, so. <laughs> Shall we crack on? Let's crack on, buddy. All right. Lovely. Three, two, one. Play! And we're off. And as we can see already... Universal. So this this has yeah. actually got um, this has got my hopes up already, Joe, because I know we've been uh, not literally shitting over horror films for a lot of this, but Blumhouse, who are part of Universal, have come along in the past. I don't know five somewhere five to ten years, probably past five years, and are putting out some good horror stuff. If you see this logo, that logo right there on films, normally that's a good sign at the minute. D are you joking? Tell me a good Blumhouse film. Well, I haven't seen any of them, but from what I hear... <laughs> oh, no, I understand Blumhouse to be a piece of shit. That's really? Why I it. 
Oh. Yeah, they're like schlocky. I think they've had a few good ones in the past, but their more recent stuff has been absolutely shite. I mean, I'm literally talking out of my ass in terms of just like, oh, what the industry says. Uh, no, I think what you're getting confused is the the opening the opening moment, the opening credits of, of Blumhouse, the title. What, what do you call that? A title sequence? Yeah, it looks like, title card. like it's going to be scary and good, but it's not. Oh, oh so many expectations. Oh, it's a ute. A ute? A ute, like a ute, like the youth. Oh, <laughs> since when are we dropping the H? Is that what the cool kids are doing? I don't know. Well, I think so. All the cool kids' mums. Oh, I'll do the cool kids' mums. Heyo! <laughs> Heyo! Uh, in case you can't tell, listeners, uh, we're not the cool kids. <laughs> this is why I couldn't work as a shop assistant because I just wouldn't want to deal with the general public like this. I mean, as well, like general public in the middle of nowhere as well. Sexy voice. <laughs> Truth or dare? Do you want to play a game? Yeah. Hello, Sydney. <laughs> That's it. It's, Do you want to play a game? Hello, Sydney. Wait, she has to set somebody on fire. Holy shit! Whoa, this escalated well quickly. <laughs> Joe, thank you. I've laughed in the first opening two minutes more than all of Pixels. Have you seen? Okay, (laughs) which isn't necessarily a good thing for a horror film, but (laughs) this Lucy Hale, she's from Pretty Little Liars. Have you ever seen that show? Have you not? Okay, so basically it's like a mystery where four very attractive girls try and find out what happened to their missing friend. And it's supposed to be like a young, like trendy thriller mystery. And it's so bad, but it's also so watchable, but in the worst way. I was going to say, it's got that connotation to me. Yeah, again, I love making sweeping statements about things I haven't seen based on hearsay. But my understanding of Pretty Little Lies is, like you said, yeah, it's trashy but watchable. Hmm. Easily digestible, I believe, is a phrase. It's one of the shows where, like, I think one of the characters is supposed to be overweight or she was overweight. And to, to, to show her being overweight, she looks exactly as amazing, but probably has, like, a pillow up her top, you know? <laughs> it's like, ooh, she's so fat. I mean, look, they've been, they've been trying to perfect the, the fat suit since Nutty Professor and Big Mama's house. And but yeah, those those films are a while ago now. So if they're still struggling to work out how to fatten actors up, then you know Hollywood needs to get his shit together. Well, they didn't do a great job with Mamma Mia too, did they? He didn't look great. No. <laughs> oh God, yeah, that awful, awful Stellan Skarsgård look. I find myself just referencing Mamma Mia too in my casual life now, just because I'm like, I find myself humming hey, it. So that song from. <laughs> also, I have listened to some of the songs. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I, I went the the day after. I definitely went and listened to the the original Mamma Mia soundtrack because I was like, I kind of want to listen to the songs I know. But since then, I this have... girl's really pretty. This Indian girl, beautiful. Actually, she's really pretty. Actually, they're all hang on. How many how many girls are there? There were three there, and then a guy. Okay, so that, that's that's, that's a good split for us. Oh wait, there's three guys now. Oh. Hey-o. Hey-o. Oh, that. Oh, he wasn't very attractive. He had a bit of a banana spade face. No? 
Hang on, are you talking about the guy, this guy yeah. here with putting yeah, stuff? Him. That's Tyler Posey from Teen Wolf. You don't watch a lot of trashy teen stuff, do you? I would say it's because I have taste, but I think it's more so I just don't watch them. <laughs> I don't have time to watch as many things as I probably should do. <laughs> I'm going stick to stick up for Teen Wolf. It's actually pretty damn good. Yeah, but will you stick up for his face? Yeah, I also think he's quite hot, but not in that shot that you, you showed him. Well, then, well, like we said, Joe, the director puts everything in for a reason. So if they're going to use that shot. <laughs> OK, so they're going to Mexico for their version of what, a spring break or something? Yeah, or Cinco de Mayo. I don't know. What's Cinco de Mayo? It's one of those like Mexican holidays that gets mentioned all the time, but I can't remember if it like, ah, a Cincinnati. The quinceañera, that's the like the the girl, the teenage daughter's coming of age thing, and Dea de la Muerta is the Day of the Dead one. I don't know. Oh, it's spring break. Um, I I love the cast pretending that they get on really well and they're away on holiday together, and this is what they would do. I mean, this is definitely better than any of the fake uh, Zombievers uh, backstory to their relationships. Whoa! All of this cast probably did actually just put put all this on their Instagram anyway. So you reckon that it's like a oh, it's like a really cheap way for the studio to shoot like the first quarter of the film. Just get gave them all GoPros and said, "Yeah, just go and like film yourself having a good time. We'll use it in the film." What lazy filmmaking! I want the whole film to be like this, like all just shot on various iPhones at once. I mean, it definitely gives it like quite a natural, like, because all of that was improvised. I don't think they'll have had two seconds of dialogue for all those really specific places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the script is just half a page for each scene. It's like, looks left and takes pictures. Yeah, that'd be a little bit too anal, so. Oh, Jamie, do you remember when people could be in public and do this kind of stuff? Ah. Uh. Oh. Why haven't I been here? <laughs> Why haven't I been to this fire island in Mexico? I don't mean to be rude, but don't you think this guy looks completely not suited to the rest of them? Why? Because he's wearing a shirt under a blazer. Or a pullover. Yeah. That'd be... Oh, sure, for spring break in Mexico, that'd be way too hot. I think they go because they can get a lot of alcohol easier, can't they? Oh yeah, no, I'm, I'm totally up for that. I'm, I'm just not buying into this guy wearing a shirt and a sweater vest. He's gonna die first. What, this guy from Team Wolf? Absolutely. No, 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 no. The, the guy, the guy whose clothes we keep criticizing. <laughs> what, you think they kill the gay character first? I don't. It wasn't because of that. It was literally because of his his clothing choice. You got to look out for these things, Joe. What are you doing? Just like in Pixels, you spot that lady's fake wig. Where where the our audience relies on us to be eagle-eyed film connoisseurs. You good? Yeah. Oh, also cue the bullshit moment where someone's had two beers and gets really drunk. Woo! Spring break. Has Spring Break come up in any of our American-based films previously? Have we chatted about it? No, I was always quite jealous of the Spring Break phenomenon that America has that we don't have. Same, yeah. Like, we, we had, like, a post... Um, a post-GCSEs kind of, like... 
thing and then definitely post A levels, but at that point you're kind of like, well, you're about to go off to uni anyway. But that's like two very specific moments in your like young education as opposed to just like spring breaks every year. And I'm sure there's those really creepy guys who go back even though they're like in their 30s and they're like, whoa, spring break. Yeah. She's nicer than I am. Oh, yeah. See that? If you want to go over for spring break, Joe, we're two weird guys in our thirties. We should go and do that. I think the dialogue just then was, "Can I punch you in the face? I'm going to punch you in the face." So you know this is going to win. <laughs> Look, Joe, Joe, they've already set a poor lady on fire running out of a gas door. They've 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 set the bar low already. This it can only maybe get better. You think I'm too nice? It's a good thing. This guy looks a bit like Daniel Radcliffe, but I don't know why. He looks like Daniel Radcliffe with... Oh, it's, the, it's the eyebrows. I just like being yeah, it's the eyebrows and the side part. And he has a slight Zac Efron and about him, face. but more Daniel Radcliffe. Like if they had, if they were crossed over in a game, yeah. You're very astute with this kind of thing. You're very good at spotting, spotting details like that. Oh, it's my dad. My dad, for any, I don't think I've said this on the podcast. My dad's an artist, so I've grown up with like a studio in our house and things. And my dad's always pointing out things to do with people who look like people, things that look like things. Like he's so referential with his his visual stuff that I've just picked it up a bit. I think you should give him like some sort of uncanny test where you show him like the latest like crazy CGI human and like normal pictures and see if you can tell what's off about the uh, the CGI ones. Oh, he will. He'll be able to. Yeah, he's really, really fucking astute. He's like, oh, that, that third grain of hair, that third strand of hair is uh, a millimetre too thick. He's like, God damn it. Okay, wherever Scooby and the gang are going, they wouldn't do this. They would just stay at the party and keep drinking. Well, I think it was the fact that the party was finishing because they turned on the lights. Oh, is that what was happening? Yeah. And then... So now they're going to... Creepy. Castle. The creepy stranger guy <laughs> who's going to punch a punch um, has convinced them to come up here. Wow. This place is interesting. Kind of terrifying. There's nothing to be afraid of. Promise. What do you mean there's nothing to be afraid of? Are you joking? I mean, brain aneurysms for one. It just happened like that. Can't predict it. Still tired. Um, <laughs> crab people. I should keep you alert. <laughs> you should just wake up every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, that, that's that's an extreme. But yeah, you're right. They, they could be crab people. They don't know. He's just got a cool box of beers already. Uh, I smell a setup. What, in, in Mexico? As if that wouldn't have all melted. Exactly. Like, how... Because he'd been at the bar. How long ago did he come up here to plant this? That's what I would instantly do in this dark, horrible place. I'd walk, walk off on my own. <laughs> <laughs> we had that conversation, didn't we? And um, uh, he's out there. I mean, I know it was from the perspective of if we were the kids in that scenario, but, like, if you saw a creepy creepy trail with a red line taking you one way, would you follow it? And the fact that you were like, nope. And I was like, yep. <laughs> Means this This is me. So you're, you're this yeah. person in this instance. You're just <laughs> fucking about in this horrible tomb. Look, it all works out one way or the other. <laughs> oh, shadowy shape. There's a shadowy shape. 
Oh. Oh, fuck off. Like, when in real life, when do you ever just literally sneak up on someone just so they can turn around and you can startle them? Also, I now change my uh, my prediction. The fact that this guy's name is Ronnie and he's called Ron Ron, I'm definitely predicting that he's first to die. <laughs> yeah. Because that is a stupid name. Yo, fear me, bro. <laughs> oh, great. Ronnie's here. Sure thing, bro. Okay, so there are obvious couples, as there has been in Zombievers and other things. So, well, she's obviously the final girl, and then do you reckon Team Wolf guy is the the final guy? Let's play a game or something. Oh yeah, like if it was done by Billing, yeah. But I was thinking truth or dare. You, you never. Did you give this film enough credit to trust that it would want to keep its biggest stars in it long enough for? If you play right. Like, well, the entertainment value, but keeping people interested. Nope, I think they would literally probably be the type that would kill off a big one for shock value or they wouldn't even care or they would just think having them in there is enough to get people into it. Well, shout out to OG horror film Psycho, going back to Hitchcock days, because that was uh, the first infamous example of a film that builds uh, its uh, leading leading lady and she gets knocked off, you know, less than halfway through, I believe. Yeah, and that's a power move. And that that is. was and then also, back in the fifties or, or or whatever, and that completely shocked people at the time. It's like you can't do that, and Hitchcock was like, "I did." And then I think the next major kill off that happened was probably Drew Barrymore at the start of Scream, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, like, she was like build and the poster child. She's right in the front. She looked like a main character, and then she's off in the first scene. Was, that's a power move too, and probably a homage knowing them. So yeah. Obviously, she's choosing us. Ballsy right. stuff. What? Is Truth or Dare going to do the same? Are they going to kill off Team Wolf? I love you, but millions of people? Come on. Is it literally going to be people having to play Truth or Dare with each other? Because that's going to be quite a limited... Well, I'm bored of this already, so let's get this... Well, you say that, but we thought that about Would You Rather as well, but I feel this is going to do what Would You Rather didn't, which was I thought Would You Rather was going to escalate by shifting locations. I'm pretty certain this probably won't stay like all of them in this room doing it. So it's going to kind of progress and develop. Okay. Oh, oh, Ron, Ron's kissing. Yeah, Ron, Ron. <laughs> um, I don't think the hot jock is hot enough. <laughs> for you or for this film? For me. I think he looks pretty average, but they've tried to make him look hotter. He was the one just being lap danced on, right? Yeah. In the white t-shirt, not Ron Ron. <laughs> and actually, usually this guy looks quite hot, but he doesn't look hot in this, really. Maybe they're trying to subvert his, uh, like, celebrity stereotype. What, by making him look like a shit? <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> by looking like they're supposed to look like shit, not look like a shit. Wait, who's the naked guy? <laughs> Fucking hell, that was... When did his truth or dare come up? Oh, wow. Oh, was that him? Yeah. Okay, That Tyler Posey is weird. Like, all over Instagram and stuff, he'll just get his bum out or, like, there's lots of... He's definitely got a lot of leaked videos, shall we say, where he's just being quite sexual. So um, he's... I wouldn't surprise me. It doesn't surprise me that he gets naked. 
such an ass. Hang on, how is this truth or dare? That was like a rhetorical like, question. Up, don't tell me to shut up. What the hell is wrong with dude, you? Dude, we're all here because she's trying to make you jealous. Like, clearly. Why are you always starting shit, dude? Somebody tell the truth. That would be great. What was the question? Are you aware that your girlfriend is in love with, oh, I don't know, somebody else? If you had to make out with anyone here, who would it be? It's okay if you're back here. It, it didn't seem like a truth or dare question. I think it was just being um, a dick, but... I feel like I wasted my chance to fully appreciate the only male nudity we've ever had on this podcast so far. Like, I almost want to rewind. <laughs> we won't. No. I want to. God, this is this part of the, the Craplix and chill experience. Missing very key moments of the plot and then getting frustrated later on down the line when we don't understand things, even though they're probably quite clearly signposted. So there's basically a load more it's okay, like, ooh, like uh, tension in the, the group than first meets the eye. Yeah, yeah. And it definitely lots of inter-liking and stuff. You know, the yeah. weirdest male nudity I, or the most unlikely, unexpected uh, male nudity I ever saw was in X-Men Days of Future Past, there's a bit where Hugh Jackman, Hugh Jackson, uh, Jackman as Wolverine huge suddenly Jackman. stands up, <laughs> I mean, he's stands got up a huge completely Jackman. naked and walks to the mirror. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Didn't oh, God, that yeah. No, I remember In an that. X-Men film. They're, they're trying to make it edgy. I was mad at it. <laughs> I can't say I disapprove. Oh. It's a bit rude. I brought you all up here to play this game. I'm lonely. <laughs> I'm Daniel Radcliffe next week. <laughs> He's like a face mask gone wrong. <laughs> Sorry, but you should have told me to piss off. That doesn't seem fair. <laughs> his, his truth was he invited them up here to play truth or dare. It sounds insane, but the game is real. Once you're asked, you're in. Okay, wherever you go, whatever you do, it'll find you. Okay, don't, don't tell the truth or you die. Do the dare or you, and die. you die. Refuse to play. So how does he get out of it then? <laughs> Blink or you die. Because he literally just got asked. Oh. Oh, that was creepy. Uh, are we going to get loads of obnoxious smiley face jump scares? Absolutely. Brilliant. I'm here for it. Oh, oh my God, they've all been turned into chairs. <laughs> oh, <my hand. laughs> what, what kind of dare is that? Oh. Uh, creepy. You okay? Creepy, creepy. So here's, here's the ultimate question in relation to this film then, Joe. Without necessarily a specific question in mind would you be more likely to be a truth guy or a dare guy truth or, or from your past experiences of when you did play this as a kid presuming you did or as an adult even oh if i actually played the game without this kind of deathly scenario i would do a mixture i would always pick truth then dare then truth and dare but the games that we used to play you that would be one of the little house rules that you could never pick the same one twice Oh, okay. Oh, so so so, so so we're talking here about whether, yeah. Okay, it's a two-part question then. What you would do in real life, and then also what would you do in this film? 
Yeah, so in real life I would mix it up. In this film I would choose truth because what the fuck truth could possibly be that bad? What, what truth is going to be worse than death? Unless these, yeah. unless these teenagers from school are terrible people. Which is likely if you think of the likes of Unfriended and stuff. Like, they're probably oh, going to yeah. be awful. They're, they're all sleeping with each other. They're all dealing drugs to each other's mums, which cause overdoses and breaks apart families. And one of them stole a pen in gym class. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, I don't know why you need a pen in gym class. I should have said math. I remember in that Unfriended one when they were doing that countdown and they were doing the truth side of that film and there's one of the girls, it's, it's like, someone someone defaced the graves of the dead. It's like, why would they do yeah. that? <laughs> Fucking weirdo. Yeah, that's just messed up. That's not even like nasty or bitchy. That's just like, yeah, who, who, do, who does that? That's just stupid. <laughs> I've got, I've got uh, subtitles on for this, you know, to try and help improve my attention span. Oh, that's a really good idea. And uh, just then, it just had when those, 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 you know, teenagers are snickering, just had men snickering in in the subtitle. And that just seemed like such an oxymoron because, like, you know, boys snicker, but would, like, men be giggling? It just seemed really funny. Made mojitos. Daddy party? Yeah, maybe later. Okay. Olivia, um, Penn was saying that I was a bit of a dick in Mexico, so... Here's a little something to make it up to you. A prescription? What? What was that? Adderall? Yeah, you're not a doctor. So he basically forges his dad's signature to dish out drugs to his mates. I thought I was your lucky pen. I think. And that'll be one of the truths that comes out later. I've also just turned subtitles on and I can't believe I've never done that before. That's such a good move. Uh, I, th I think it's a Netflix thing again. Like, I have definitely watched, tried to watch thing on Netflix, and sometimes like, oh, the subtitles don't exist. And I was like, well, that's freaking handy. Yeah, hard of hearing. Well, fuck you then. <laughs> yeah, essentially. Oh, hey, don't judge the homeless. He's not part of the game. Unless, unless she's going to look out. Oh, here we go. It's been given. You've got to play the game, lady. She's got amazing Spider-Man hearing if you can hear the like, three <laughs> envelopes being dropped onto the floor outside of her door. Are you joking? Uh, I want her to have that superpower, but that's the only superpower that she has. I can't even hear my husband when he's a meter away. That's probably selective hearing. <laughs> yeah. That's another superpower. A lot of people yeah. have that. <laughs> uh, nice, nice little drop there of the the old the old uh, hubby. Do, do, oh, do, yeah. do, you, do you find yourself doing that? Have you managed to transition from boyfriend to fiance to to husband? Yeah, yeah. Husband feels nice. I was having a chat about this the other day with someone about like uh, the fact that it's gendered and. Saying partner is obviously not gendered, and I love it when people say partner regardless of whether they're heterosexual or homosexual, and or anything else. Uh, and then uh, I then suddenly when you have when you have fiance, that's also that's that's also not gendered. But as soon as you have you're married, you refer to them as either husband or wife, which it puts the gender back on it. So the interesting thing about it is you're almost making a statement every time you say husband rather than just saying my married other, you know. 
Yeah, is, is that because of the weird, like, well, partner is such a great term, it has a slightly less significant implication in terms of, like, matrimony. Like, that's still your partner, but when you say husband or wife, it adds a certain gravitas being like, oh, you're definitely married, whereas because partner could mean technically somebody you've been seeing for a few weeks versus someone you've been married to for you know a few years yeah also there's a thing about partner as well it's like this weird like it both is and isn't a good term for like well i was chatting to someone on twitter and i i I basically made the point of saying i like partner because i think it's inclusive because anyone can say it if they have a partner any any kind um and then and then someone else was like oh no i think that's quite I don't. I think it's. I think you should say boyfriend or girlfriend because it's you. You stand up for your sexuality. I was like, okay, but it's just a difference of opinion. I, <laughs> okay, they're both valid. It's just. I don't know. Well, it'd be weird if like you had like invites that said instead of saying partners are like allowed or like invited, it said like yeah, boyfriends and girlfriends specifically, but nobody else. Yeah. Like it's it's like, it's like a good all encapsulating term. So I like, uh, so it looks like she's seeing things that aren't actually there. So she had Truth or Dare written on the flyer, which then Spider Girl heard. And then, um, hey, Olivia. oh, and this girl <laughs> saying Truth or Dare. What did you say? <laughs> I really can't wait to do the thumbnail for this, Joe. That face is yeah, brilliant. Yeah. It's not scary, that's the problem. This looks about as face-tuned as a lot of the people I see on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> like, the faces look that different. Whoa, you can't just yell that out in the library. There are rules. Use your inside voice, please. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, say that again. Do you know what this has taught me so far? Don't have secrets. So this, yeah, this was what was alluded to in that first little round of Truth or Dare where the other guy was a dick and he was like, did you know that your girlfriend secretly does everybody else? Whoa. Whoa, okay. So Mr. Mr. Nice Guy Teen Wolf uh, has a terrible cheating partner. Although, not for much longer. <laughs> Even at the first dance, she was like all over the place, wasn't she? Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. She was literally grinding on some guy while he was sat there being like, well, this sucks. You want to play? You look like a girl who's good with balls. Please do not talk to me. That's probably my level of pickup line. I'm referring to my penis. Maybe we could have sex, you know. Oh, do you know what? Girls. Oh. Oh. I would be freaked out. You know she's pretty because she still looks pretty even with the weird face. Yeah. Even with the mouth the size of a freaking banana. Why is he not more creeped out that her face has changed? Why is he not more creeped out that her face has changed? Why is he... Come on, Ron Ron. Hello, friends and neighbors. Is he actually going to do it? Go Ronnie! Go Ronnie! Supportive bromancing there. 
Help! Oh, they got some good extras in this. <laughs> the sass from this pool crowd. Oh, he's gonna impale himself. Careful, oh. dude. Watch the pool cue, man. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, does he also have a bow there? Ooh. Oh, oh, that was graphic. I swear to you, people were talking to me. Uh, if you're not this uh, watching along but uh, listening along, uh, he refused to show his pool cue, aka his penis, to the 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 crowded bar. So he slipped on the pool ball and snapped his neck on the edge of the table. Hooray! Um, would you have done that, dare? Come on. Would you get your willy out in public? If I knew the stakes of the game, yeah, of course. Yeah, but he doesn't, does he? No, but like, I, f I feel like the more they realise they're in the game... Yeah, yeah, but, but in that moment, right then, with no context, would you have done it? No, because Beth, Beth's lying. Then you would have died. Well, I think we've already established that my, my humour was very Ronnie level, and he was going to be I called it. I said he was going to be the first to die outside of Lady Set on Fire. Here's my involvement in the game. I'd have been at the bar. The bar would have been closing. I'd be like, good, I'm tired anyway. They'd be like, we're going up to this fort. And I'd be like, no thanks, I'm bye. <laughs> so, so I'm, I'm going to turn in. Yeah. It's way past my bedtime. You wouldn't do that in your twin early 20s. Don't lie. No, it's different for us now. Bad break. Like I said, we're the, the creepy old old guys in their thirties going across to uh, to spring break, but it's the game. Um, if one of my friends had just, even if it was that guy, had just died, and then my other friend saw a video and said "bad break," I'd be like, "You're a fucking psychopath." How else do you explain what happened to me in the library? Well, it's like I'm unfriended again, isn't it? You're mentally unstable. <laughs> Great comeback joke. Well, he is. To make a joke like that. Oh. I know, I know. I totally, I totally take the point you're saying, and I, 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 a hundred percent agree. To, to not react in anything, but showing some sort of empathetic or sympathetic like response is inhuman. But the fact that like you, you're emotionally uh, invested. And I need you to. Yeah. Uh, okay, these I need you to believe me scenes in films, I'm always like, how far would it have had to have gone before I believed this person in this situation? I don't think someone clear, like visibly accidentally slipping on a pool cue would make me think that like, no. something ghoulish was out to get me if I didn't do a dare. Wasn't it just like the kind of the final destination level that like at the beginning they all survived some sort of accident, but they obviously don't necessarily know it was going to happen. But then slowly as they start dying off one by one and then looks a bit suspicious like hang on this was everybody who was on the same roller coaster or plane mm. and what how many people need to die before you can start putting the pieces together and going oh this is all part of that same group and that one crazy person's been chatting about this for like a month i would say if i was on in a in a moment and I got out of that moment and then at least two of the people had died and someone else had come along and say oh my god this is the thing that happens and this has happened before I would believe it 
if, if freak accidents were happening world. right after we'd escaped a freak accident, yeah, that's... Yeah. But then that's because of seeing Final Destination, so... <coughs> but, I mean, in the later films, you they get warning from someone who's been through it before, or they find out, or it's already part of the canon that it's happened, so... So do you think you would be one of those first two people, then? Would you, would you even get the chance to believe? Don't know. Truth or death? Say truth now. No one's around. Like, literally, would you not just say truth now because no one's around to hear you? (laughs) Tell me your darkest secret. Yeah, I still went to bed. Oh, that was easy. You could become a werewolf. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Crossover much? Well, that's what happened to uh, Harry Potter, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wrong guy. Hey, that was a mental scene in Harry Potter when when she makes him do that. My God, oh, I remember that well, from the, the books I- as well. It's the idea that the more you keep writing, like the further it, in it goes, just like yeah. the idea that this hole in your arm is just getting like thicker, like millimeter by millimeter, and like you can just see the indentation. It's horrific. She was such, that Professor Umbridge was such a good character in that in the in the films and in the book, like. Oh yeah, incredible. Well, Actually, I would say she well. was one of the characters where. She absolutely nailed it from how I imagined her in the book. Incredible. Yeah. I watched, I know this is a complete tangent from what's actually going on in the film, but um, uh, speaking of Harry Potter characters from, from the book to the film, somebody did this like really short 30 seconds comp of the scene in the Goblet of Fire where Dumbledore goes up to Harry and says, you know, did you put your name in the in the goblet and in the book it's just like Dumbledore softly approached Harry and blah 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 blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. and then in the film Michael Gambon just rushes over to tell you I was like did you do it Harry and then oh shit and he's just like shaking him it's so funny oh, it's so true did you do it Harry Michael Gambon going nuts yeah which is such a departure from um Oh, rest rest in peace. Uh, first two Harry Potters, Richard. I was say Richard Griffiths. That didn't sound right. I know who you mean. But actually, a lot of the nice Dumbledore. Dumbledore, the stuff that Dumbledore has to do later on in the stories, I couldn't imagine the original actor doing anyway. Exactly. So it kind of works, but just the transition's a little awkward. Yeah. Oh, the truth of dare is definitely gone. Nothing there. Because I told the truth. Oh. Wow. Jeez. Olivia. I mean, this is next level. You can't take responsibility for humiliating me in front of everyone and ruining my relationship, so you come up with some insane... Oh, come on. You ruined your own relationship by sleeping with all those other guys. Then you get Lucas to lie for you. Now I'm done. Marky. Marky. Stop. Truth or dare. Why not? He isn't the picture. Your turn is next. Hang on, what picture? No number. Yeah. It is. Did they? Did the stranger take a picture or something? Wow, a text. Really? I mean, there's no way a human could have sent. Just something. answer it. Fine. You're right. You yeah. would. You would just say truth in this. Dare you to follow through with your promise? Break Olivia's hand. 
Obviously this was you. Do you wow. see me texting you right now? No, but you were the only one there when I said that. Marky, why would I dare you to break my own hand? I don't know. Okay, maybe you're making a new YouTube video on how to lose friends. Oh, that seems even better. <laughs> what are you doing? You have to do it. I mean, I definitely, definitely feel like she's going to be next. They're not really setting her up to be likable. Hey, we made that mistake once in Zombies. This is so messed up. Even by my we did, but Zombievers gets a pass. I am impressed that this this person is, yeah, is happy to let her do that. Hey, just smash my hand. And like you said, only one person's died so far, so the fact that she like is proper full on about it. How I wouldn't even know how hard to hit someone to break their hand. You you would so if you were in the scenario, you would so under hit it. It's like the um, would you rather thing. When they're like whipping him, and he's like, "No, no, you've got to hit him proper." Oh, don't tell me you're a fucking coward like your dad. Wait. Oh, there you go. So she broken hand. I guess my I can't deal with this crazy right now. I got a med school interview tomorrow. I'm, I'm, see a doctor. <laughs> Guys, we gotta go to the hospital. Hey, come on. What a terrible friend who's literally a son of a doctor and. You know, clearly trying to go in the same business, but he's more than happy to just chuck away free pres pres yeah, prescriptions very dangerously, but he won't actually try and give some medical advice in the moment. Nothing is working about this guy's tan trousers and beige jacket. Horrible. Ooh, that was a horrific old lady. Oh, Fiverr says that corpse is going to pop back up at some point. Fully. Because it's going to be his turn. He's going to get a truth or dare bar. <laughs> truth or dare bar. Please, please, please give him some chocolate that says truth or dare. I dare you to put your hand at the vending machine. <laughs> oh, there you go. Oh. Ludicrous. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> ludicrous. <laughs> I'm glad, you're, I'm glad you're saying that now, Joe, because everything up until this point has been completely oh, believable. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm still reeling for the woman set on fire in the gas station. As a gay man, this would be his worst nightmare. Oh, that is, that's the creepiest one so far. Yeah, that's not very nice. Oh, is this a man or a woman? Man. It's, it's, it's not the same when it's uh, the effects applied to a hot girl in the bar. Yeah. But an old dead guy in the hospital has a bit more... Uh, je ne sais quoi that's definitely the wrong French word I love that the truth or dare voice sounds a bit like Goosebumps the TV show oh my god that's so good Reader beware you're in for a scare were you more of a Goosebumps fan into, uh, over uh, are you afraid of the dark or I mean purely in terms of TV show because obviously the Goosebumps books have a little leg up. Why are you here? A friend of mine got hurt. Stuffing serious. Um, I, yeah, I, 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 Goosebumps, but, but actually it's unfair because I watched them because I'd already read the books, so I wanted to see what the, what the show version was like. Wasn't it? Whereas yeah. Are You Afraid of the Dark? The thing I loved about Are You Afraid of the Dark was I always wanted to be part of a, a group of people who would go to a campsite at night and then throw like explosive salts onto a fire to then tell a story. Amazing. <laughs> and then <laughs> inadvertently set ourselves on fire. 
They always had these like cool salts that they threw into the fire that made these like puffs of coloured smoke. It was very cool. Yeah. Okay, so he's got to tell his dad that he's gay. His dad some truth about the fact he's gay. The game and made me. The only character he's got so far is that he's gay. So. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was off camera as well. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, look, this is good. This is all positive, isn't it? I, I told him my truth and I stood up to him and I feel... I feel awesome. Good for him. Your dad didn't know that you were gay. Your ringtone's Beyonce. That's a surprising twist in the film that is... Well, well this, 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 game for, this game actually secretly forces you to face your fears and, like, makes you a better... Like, it's like Saw. No, I love it. It's like, if you're a straight person, you're fucked. But if you're gay, you're cool. <laughs> like, yeah. If that's... you're gay, you can have something that's going to positively help your life. Well, it's better than the, than the other representation we had, wasn't it, of the... Um, oh, the, the, the lesbian couple who got killed off in... Was it Stepfather? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! From the first episode, yeah. Way back. I mean, look, we're just we're just plowing through these films, Joe. But you know, yeah, we, we don't miss much, apart from everything. Great example for you to want to take the same route. Yes, absolutely, Dean Spencer. You know, growing up, I would hear their stories about saving lives, and I think. Oh please, please have a truth or dare in this um this interview. I want this guy to die. Because he's he's what he's he's going to be in a you know, an interview and he's going to freak out something. and he's going to say truth, but then the truth will be something that won't get him the interview or the scholarship or whatever. Um, so he doesn't do it, and then he'll die by way of bookcase. I just have one final question. <laughs> Bet we know what that is. <laughs> How long is your penis? <laughs> <laughs> I nailed it. He has not his turn yet. Mr. Curran? Your bag. Uh oh. We typed no. the Oh, we don't care. Some of them don't look that different, do they? No, they're just um. Maybe maybe it was more exaggerated on the posters. Truth, I guess. No, but like as you say, the old man in the in the medical gown looked terrifying, but this yeah. one just looks like she's smiling a bit more, like a creep. Yeah. Did she actually tell you that? Excuse me. I don't forge prescriptions. Why would you even ask me that? Um. Oh my God, she's part of the game now. That's hilarious. Are you okay? What are you doing? I think. Oh no! Oh. <laughs> what? Wow! No! Oh! I did. Oh, I was not seeing that coming. Well, that blood spread quickly, didn't it? Uh, again, for any for any listeners, not visual viewers, uh, the hilarious death this time was he took a pen and jumped it into his eye before turning around and headbutting the wall to finish the job. Never question that we get asked, 
We just answer with 100% honesty, okay? That's how we're going to survive till we figure so out. So he did lie then. Oh, of course. Of course he lied. He, I literally said this would happen and I've already forgotten I've said that. Need more vodka. Do you sleep? Yeah, I'll put her in bed. What do you think from your, your memory of having played this game? was the worst truth or dare you've ever had to do? Oh, it was in New Year's, actually. Worst. Oh, worst. wow, okay. Yeah, well, we all, the, the Stratford lot all played it up in when we went to our cabin or wherever it was for New Year, and uh, my dare was someone had to pre-chew something, and then I had to chew that and swallow it. It was fucking disgusting. Oh, what, what was the thing they pre-chewed? Oh, it was, was like a mixture of gum. gob and like three different things and it had like spit. It was just horrible. Yeah. Oh. And also it was like Joey's spit and I was like, <laughs> No offense, Joey, if you're listening, which you probably not. Not, not, to, not, to, not to single anybody out. See, I would have said the last time I played Truth or Dare was you know, probably at school and then pretty much since late teens slash definitely going into uh uni student or young adults um it's been replaced by never have i ever which yeah, is never kind have I ever just of... i feel like it just gets sexual after about two but then i feel like truth or dare does as well yeah well never have I ever is just a classic go-to for like a group of young people this girl is pounding vodka to try and like work out yeah who's the most like you said sexually adventurous or whatever or you'd be a dick so you go, never have I ever ugh, slept with this person, knowing for what that your mate has just to make them drink kind of thing. Yeah, fully. Oh, sweet. It's the, uh, it's the fire scene. Probably the best CCTV footage I've ever seen. I've always thought that. CCTV... I can't, I'm really not speaking like CCTV footage, no matter even if it's, hey, flaming lady. Uh, no, no, even if it's like actual street surveillance, it's always such shitty low quality. No wonder the police have to spend like hours of their lives looking for the smallest of clues at crime scenes and stuff. Not because they're watching it back in real time over like days, weeks and months. It's because the quality is so poor. You can't work out who the fuck is who. You know what I mean? Yeah, fully. You're so right. Wait, do you think she's checking this? DM her. Wait. Just uh, make a fake account. We don't want this shit traced to us. Also, she's doing surprisingly well for someone who's had a broken hand. Oh, the girl that's pounding the vodka was the girlfriend of the guy who just died, right? So I guess she's got a reason for... Oh, this one. She's got a reason to be, um... Miserable. Oh, yeah. Okay, that makes a bit more sense. I actually thought... She looks quite a lot like the girl from the start, but she's obviously not her. I thought she was drinking vodka because she's the only one who hasn't been asked truth all day yet, and she's terrified. Well, it might be that, too. I mean, she's got so much going for her. <laughs> yeah. She's an American drinking alcohol in a film, so she's going to die. Oh, and that's now just reminding me of that scene of fucking stupid lady in stupid Pixels film drinking wine out of her cupboard. Oh, I never want to think of Pixels again. That was the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. I can't believe it almost ruined daytime wine drinking for me. That's such an upsetting thought. You need to stop thinking about other people and start thinking about yourself. 
Oh girl, there's a millennial mindset, isn't it? And so true to my life. Fuck everyone else, think of yourself. Yeah. If you're doing that right now, they would try and do what the other guy did and get someone else to start playing the game so that they can get out of it somehow. Weird. Uh-oh. Wait for it. You're right, it's... The effect seems subtle-ish. Screw you. Truth. <laughs> it's a truth. Sorry. That's not how this game works. What, what? the hell is that supposed to mean? Oh, so when I said, you know, the guy was asked truth or dare and he was in like an alleyway and I was like, oh, you'd pick truth because no one else would hear it. Obviously the game's not going to... It's going to approach you at your worst possible moment for doing it, and it will make you pick dare. Also, there's there's clearly some other rule here, like they can't just keep using truth or something. Oh, like you, like like you said, it's playing by the same rules you have. That yeah, like every other one, you have to change. This guy, Tyler Posey, has a very unsymmetrical face. Next time you see a close-up, it's like this, the, the right half of his face, is, as you look at him, is really slender, and the left half is kind of bloated, and I don't really know why. Maybe that's why from the opening shot, we saw him on the left side. It was like, um, have you ever looked at Bradley Cooper? And notice he's got slightly wonky eyes. Ooh, that's not fun. What, wonky eyes or drinking vodka on the roof? Just to walk the edge of the roof whilst drinking. Ooh. Whilst finishing that bottle of vodka. Which if she's already necked three quarters of it, I can I can tell you from experience, drinking a litre of a spirit, doesn't matter how what a period of time you do it over, preferably not a few hours, does not end well. No. We need to grab something in case she falls. Go inside. I'm gonna clear a path. Go, go, go. I don't. She I hasn't really so done a lot, full. this girl, so I don't really know if I'm rooting for her or not. I think I am. You're sympathetic to the fact that, yeah, you're right. She a hadn't done the truth or dare, and B, her boyfriend just died. Well, she's doing, a, she's being... doing a dare now. God, that's clever of him. Yeah, but you know the the, the devil game thing or whatever's gonna fuck her up. I mean, would you would you just drink? Would you just knock the whole thing back and then do it so you're not having to try and drink and walk at the same time? I don't know. This is a, this is tough. Would that actually kill her though if she fell off? Probably. Well, the game, it would make you, like, awkwardly land on your neck and snap it, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. like the guy in the, uh, the pool bar. Oh, Ron, Ron. I feel he had such character. Yeah. And like you said, <laughs> I kind of don't know her name. I'm making an effort. Oh, don't interfere. Don't interfere. Stay back, wolf boy. 
gotta go around this corner now, okay? Clever girl. See, she knows the rules. Well done. See, I am rooting for her. Well, for that reason, I feel she should survive. Yeah. Oh, foreshadowing, Joe. Oh, no. What What? What do you famously say? What, uh, yeah, yeah. No, it's, nothing's in there unless it's there. There's a reason for it, yeah. Exactly. So I'm now 100% prepared to believe she's going to slip. His face is going to change to the truth or dare thing, and she's going to impale herself. Look at me. But it will only happen if she stops or doesn't do it. That's right. I reckon it? she'll trip and like, yeah, accidentally grab him and then that'll be cheating and he'll throw her off and then the rest of the group will get really angry with him. Oh my God, if that comes true, I'm a genius. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> I snap with the pencil. I can't like how realistic that was in the match just broke over the gate. <laughs> <laughs> Idiots! It's it's like like if you have you ever awkwardly bent over and like your pants have split. No, I haven't. Have you? Uh, <laughs> I've had a crotch hole in my jean get worse. You had a crop top. Oh. Yeah, I get cr crotch holes in my jeans. Oh, I don't find the wrong He's jeans. A crop top. <laughs> oh, I have a crop top in my. Oh! Oh, they got the fence down. Oh. In the nick of time. Oh. Although that definitely wouldn't have broken her fall completely. So she probably did break her arm. She's alright. Well done. She's going to be pretty useless from now on, surely. <laughs> oh, you. <laughs> Also, oh, this is me at my first, like, rager party. <laughs> <laughs> do, do, do you know what it is? She's not actually playing the truth or dare game. She was just really drunk and they all thought she was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, God damn it. <laughs> yeah, what a twist that would be. It's like, I just ruined my car. <laughs> also, I don't know why I just say car, like... Uh, car. <laughs> like Carl. Uh, Carl. Rick from Walking Dead. <laughs> Hey, Johnny lifted my car up. Somebody on fire. She's probably nuts. I mean, do we really have another choice? Fair point. Oh, too late. So this is the uh, the Spanish lady from the beginning. Was she Spanish? Yeah, because it had all the upside down question marks with her um, uh, her subtitles at the beginning. Okay, all right, that's far enough. Tell us what's happening. Which one of you is Olivia? Now you answer our question first. How do you know Carter? Carter? No, cut the crap. We saw the photo. He's the one who brought us into this game? Yeah, right, okay. Carter, right. Did he bring you into this too? No, 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 uh, he didn't. He didn't start this. He's just one of my friends. We, 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 we all went on a trip to Mexico and got really wasted. We, we found this old church and we decided to party in it. And my roommate wanted to play Truth or Dare, so we did. So is it, is it specifically the church? That's why he had to take them there. And that's why he spent all that effort putting those beers in that cool box. Which I knew. Because it's like a, a Mexican spirit. Sam. Uh, yeah, Sam, he, he was one of my friends. He he got really drunk and he just started breaking stuff. I don't know, we were we were all being idiots. I and this, Joe, is why you don't go on spring break to Mexico. It's how we played. Well, you don't go with a bunch of assholes. <laughs> you don't go with Ron Ron. Oh, Ron Ron. There you go, there's the rule. 
Your asshole buddy gave us a death sentence and were super dangerous rules you want to tell us about? She's so good quite quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No effect of the alcohol. <laughs> she's she's fucking Of course he did. Okay, so where is Carter now? So it's a fake choice then. The game's gonna force you to pick a truth or a dare depending on whichever scenario it really wants you to. Um vodka girl is absolutely fine. You got another turn? So I said what was that about vodka? I said vodka girl is absolutely fine. No I mean I picked there. Other Yeah, I mean this girl's not looking great. Did you know my name when I got here? I, I didn't put it in the message. What? 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 I mean, Vodka Girl's not looking fine now, is she? That's not great. Oh, is she gonna die? So her dare was kill Olivia, and that's why she said her name out loud at the beginning to, uh... Oh, she failed. What a dick of a demon spirit. They were playing the game and you tell someone else to off somebody in the game. It wasn't her. Something took over like she was possessed. She didn't finish her dare. So she's from the original game. Like Ronnie, this is what happens. I mean, not anymore. Oh, hang on, is it because they've been through everyone once so she was one of the other remaining players, yeah? Yeah. I still don't get how the guy got out of it, you're right, from the start. He, I don't think he technically has. Oh, okay. I think he just figured... She was erratic. I can't believe that Vodka Girl died. I actually rooted After... for her by the end. That's really annoying. You rooted for her, she got saved, there wasn't a misdirection, and, you know, she sobered up, she was on the up and up. I don't know how, like, that, that's ludicrous that she drank, like, a bottle and a bit of vodka, and she's absolutely fine and can just hold her own in the conversation and take a bullet for someone. Absolute bullshit. <laughs> so, I, I, won't, I won't go into... Uh, the whole story because uh, it, it, it's yeah it's it's a long one it's a goodie but it's a long one but yeah when I basically drank a litre of whiskey when I was fuck 18 Christ that's probably why um, not only was it one of the most horrific experiences of my life and very nearly died from I would have choked on vomit in my sleep if my friends hadn't put me to bed in the recovery position because I woke up with vomit everywhere. I mean, that's not um, too dissimilar to when you're at our wedding, mate. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just better at projectiling it now. I don't vomit in my sleep. I see. Um, but I woke up and I had a three-day hangover. And I've had some very bad hangovers since, but I physically wasn't getting out of bed. And this was a bed I'd vomited in. And this is quite an admission for a podcast, especially if people don't know me. But that's how ill drinking a litre of spirits in a few hours made me three days it took me to get my shit together and get some function so yeah poor 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 well i'll say cheers to that because he's drinking a beer as we speak uh but poor one out for vodka girl yeah that really narrows it down she's the hero we needed not deserved shit i gotta grab my charger i think you left your bag in my not with the new Google Chromebook. No, I'm joking. 
<laughs> hey Siri, how do I how do I defeat the game? Truth or dare? <laughs> Who was that? What was that? Where? There was a there was a figure in the room. Really? Yeah, there was a shape. Oh, I normally love spotting things like that. How did you not see it? I was thinking about past an open door. Uh, I'm really tense now. It says there was a massacre a few weeks later. Only one survivor lives in the area, and Ezra is 19. I love a fake website designed for a film narrative. When it's like, oh my god, look at this website, and it looks like it was done on like <laughs> Windows 95 Word. <laughs> By the producer's son. Yeah, just like, I'll just knock something together, no one's going to care, and everyone notices. But we had this whole conversation because you also notice and appreciate like when effort goes into the actual UI of people being on their phones or it looking like Skype or a desktop or uh, you know an iPhone home screen stuff. So you're damned if you you're damned if you do and damned if you don't. You've either got to like pay the licenses or do it properly. Well, you've got to fudge it, and people you know either way. Oh, grim. Oh, that's the creepy homeless guy from earlier. Even in this film, they have the rights and license for Google, obviously, and also for Facebook, because they were on Facebook earlier, and that looked perfect, and had effort into it. And then you've got some bullshit website. Yeah. <laughs> he has no idea why he was That's me waking up in a bathhouse. <laughs> yeah. Where am I? Oh. What did she say? What did she say? Come on. He dared me to sleep with Lucas. Oh. Why would you pick there? Because of what Giselle said. If I picked truth, I was just forcing someone else to pick there. How no. I mean, what a great dare. I mean, that's pretty... Awkward. Who's getting a boner in this moment? You guys yeah. Ready? Yeah, I'm perfect. Wait, where are you going? Anywhere but here. I mean, she has she has zero legs to stand on. She's literally been cheating on him this entire time. Yeah, but it's kind of different to be like your mate when you know about it. I don't know. Two wrongs don't make it right. Knowing as well that that he, she already fancies him. But three rights make a left. Remember that, Joe. And you gotta fuck me on this couch. All right. Whoa! Straight oh, in. Oh, come on, you're not even gonna tell him. Oh, hey. Oh. Yeah. What are we doing? Why? Because you think it'd be easier if she did it naturally rather than being like, oh, it was our day, we've got to fuck. I'm sorry. Why didn't you picture it? I told Mark he was so that you guys wouldn't have to, but that was a lie. I chose Dare because there's something that I can never tell Marky, and I'm really afraid the game's gonna make me do it. It can't be that bad. <sighs> you have no Ooh, idea. Ooh, that sets up an Act 3 gun, doesn't it? Massively. Like, what secret could you possibly... Well, do you think you have, you know, to, 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 to bring it back to the... 
to the the point of this this podcast of us watching these things to relate do you think you have a secret that you would never be able to admit to one of your friends because it would irreparably damage the uh the relationship that is seemingly worse than death because you'd have to tell sorry just short of death because you'd have to tell them because the game would force you yeah, that's a really good question because what could they possibly throw on you? Like, I'm a pretty open book. I, don't, I can't think of what I would. Wee, she's pretty much naked. Um, this film has everything. Yeah. All the females are on fire. Oh. <laughs> what? She's so skinny, isn't she? <laughs> Truth or dare? Dare. I, I dare you to take off the condom. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you truly in love with me? I care about you. I do. See? Again, the game's just making making them making them try to be better people. What's the game? What's the truth? I mean, it's hardly a bad thing that he... That's a good thing, surely, that he still loves his partner. I need the bathroom, I'm going to have to go. <gasps> this is another, another chance for Jamie to shine. <laughs> and speaking of shine, because um, this is a quiet moment in truth or dare, who doesn't love Mario Sunshine? Am I right? Having having sat through the dreadful film that was Pixels uh, last time and nearly ruining my 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 faith well my faith in cinema but my love of video games which is just as if not stronger um, I needed a bit of a pick me up and it just so happens that after years of waiting for it to finally be remastered re released whatever. Mario Sunshine has returned to the Nintendo Switch and it has made me so, so happy. And especially in these very shitty times. And, you know, the, the weather's going to turn. It's not going to be a sun anymore. What better way to chase the winter blues away uh, than play a lovely bit of Mario Sunshine on the Nintendo Switch, um, which always brings back lots of, lots of fun summery memories. Um, and it's time for Marky's Go in Truth or Dare and apparently her dad killed himself ooh and they're talking about the gun that he killed himself with that's messed up that's real messed up she doesn't want to speak to me right so now. Yeah, back to Mario Sunshine. Why is that one of the best Mario games ever? And, you know, you will have to fuck me on this. Um, definitely, definitely the setting. Definitely the, uh, you know, the, the summer vibes. You know, it's still got some of the more traditional Mario, um, Mario beats of, like, the haunted mansions and stuff. But, you know, just every level's a tropical paradise with that waterfall coves or fun summery uh theme parks um 
definitely kick-ass soundtrack. Uh, we'll get Joe to, to splice in a bit, a bit of that in the edit, so I don't just sound like a, a crazy idiot rambling onto myself. You know, the uh, the whole actual USP of it, the, the, the flood and the uh, cleaning of the graffiti, it wasn't necessarily to everybody's cup of tea, um, or taste, or tea and biscuits. But, um, you know, I, I think it it's still was uh, a really great mix on the, the formula and the genre. Did something that hadn't been done before and hasn't really been done since. Other than the way Luigi has a vacuum in the, Luigi's mansion. Um, but it still had some like crazy classic uh, Mario platforming moments where... It, it would take that off you, and suddenly you weren't, weren't able to to hover and cheat your way around kind of levels. But you had to do so in these really weird, like abstract, uh, like surreal spaces uh, with all these crazy moving platforms, which was just so out of context. But then you could see how that was massively setting up for the the concept and the the worlds they started to create in uh, Mario Galaxy. Uh, which, in case you didn't know, has also been re-released on the Switch. In fact, they're under the same bundle, the Super Mario 3D All-Stars bundle, for a limited time offer until March, for some reason, for $49.99, only at Nintendo. I don't know why this has turned into a Nintendo advert. I've not been talking about the film at all. Joe's going to absolutely kill me. And he's also going to kill me because I reckon he's doing a shit. Because <laughs> he's taking a really long time to get back. Right, okay. Let's focus back on the film. So, uh, Wolfman and lead girl went down to Mexico uh, to track down the survivor of the, the massacre. Supposedly what started it all. There she is, 19-year-old... What's her face? None. Thank you. Who this now looks probably reverse of that ninety-one. Um, no idea what happened to Wolfman's girlfriend, who was last seen doing a truth or dare and told to get her dad's gun. But I don't think she'll have killed herself. I get the feeling they've been setting up this love triangle, so she's going to track him down to this Mexico with the gun, and play. someone's going to get shot. We were girls, so we played silly but, games like hide and seek. I don't know how it's going to end. Or... Um... It is confusing. So, demons... Demons possess the game. And then... That's what forced the the missionary massacre. Demons. And she's gonna give some um, absolute tasty objects. Even ideas. Tasty treats on how to solve this. Calix is a trickster. That night when the priest found his victim, she was possessed by Calix. She hid the priest's body in the mission in pieces. It took them a week to find his head. And would you look at that, as if by magic, <laughs> Joe's returned! No, the, you've, you probably chose a very good time to go, we haven't actually missed much. What did I miss? Interesting. 
Oh, so actually, no, a big thing that um, did happen. So these these two have fucked off down down to Mexico uh, to see old Nanny McNun. But um, Jaded Girlfriend, who's definitely part of this weird love triangle that's set up, um, her truth or dare was something about her dad's gun, which he used to commit suicide with. But it's unclear what she has to do with it, so... I reckon she's gone and recovered his gun and she's going to come down to Mexico and shoot them as part of her there. But it's obviously taking her a long time so they can get some exposition in. As long as the pot stays sealed in the mission, the door we open for Calix will also be sealed. Oh, and Calix is the name of the the crazy demon. Oh, no. You, you, when you watch this back in post and watch the actual film, maybe it'll make sense. When I saw it, it was broken and there was something inside it and it smelled rotten. <gasps> Is it going to be something creepy that she can't talk because she had to um, cut her own tongue out? Yeah, it certainly seems that way. That or they're really desperate to not give this actor any <laughs> any verbal credits. <laughs> yeah. Just make wailing noises, <laughs> but you can't say anything. Broke the pot, we'll have to do the same. Oh, so they're gonna have to get the original guy back because he was definitely the idiot who broke the pot and started all of this. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, they're gonna have to cut his tongue. It was you who summoned the demon. Oh. See, it's weird. I keep like, you can see some of like the stuff coming a mile away and you can predict what's going to happen but at the same time I still don't know what's really going on I would say in a pacing perspective like this movie really is shunning along yeah it's like been I mean look if you set somebody on fire within the first two minutes you're not fucking around are you I have called upon an evil this uh this Chinese dude he's got like he's had the easiest time so far hasn't he so when Carter and his friends broke the pot the mission Demon was freed and well, he basically him. came out to his dad and had to like carry a mattress. That sounds like my kind of truth or that. What? Hi, Sam. Do you mind cutting out your tongue and sealing in this lovely handmade pot? <laughs> well, when you put it like that. Think of like every every scene they have. Every step they take, every move they make. No, I'm joking. Um, He'll be watching yeah. you. Kellogg's okay, watching you. Some prop person has had to design all of these rooms and think of it being appropriate for the scene, right? That's how it works, isn't it? Oh, massively. Like, um, what is it? Uh, set dressing. Because, yeah, it's, it's not enough for them to just be like, here's an empty apartment. Go and have a scene in that. You're right. They've got to think about, oh, let's... Put a bike on the wall. Let's put some photos. But do they ever just hire out spaces that are already furnished to be like, oh, this we'll just use this. They must do, right? Yeah, I don't. I don't feel like they would massively be having to dress every set and like build things from scratch. Okay, what's the next part of this? If his arc to do with his dad, because he's got away so easy. I mean, he's definitely going to die. So she's Marky's done her truth or dare. And it's definitely his his turn now, isn't it? And I want you to know what's going on. You don't have to worry. I'm not going to let anything happen to you. 
Oh, he's going to do something really awkward, like grab his dad's gun. Oh no! Oh no! Reader, beware! I can't. I can't not hear that. Truth or dare, Reader, beware! Please be careful. Your turn's next. I had my turn. I chose truth. So did Lucas. Then he's got to do a dare. Both of you pick truth. You only have one choice. You sure there's nothing you need to tell me? I dare you to steal his gun. Whoa. Oh, see, I literally just called that, but at the same time, I don't know how it's going to like work out well. Thank you, Dad. He's going to die. For everything. It's just, um, it's just one more thing I need to do, and I hope you can forgive me. Also, this dad is a really bad actor. Sorry, actor, but he's really bad. For what? <laughs> Oh, Don't he worry, goes in son, for the I hug. am here for you. He goes in for the hug, flips the safety. I need you to beg for your life. How are you <laughs> God, doing? this is crazy. Oh, someone's going to shoot him. Yeah, of course. Well, there was another police officer earlier who just went off scene somewhere, so... Oh, he's gonna horrible. return, and he's gonna be like, "Freeze!" Beg, please. I'll explain everything. Just beg. Guess you think I deserve this? Oh, oh. Just, 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 just beg. You're right. There's a very horrible way to twist the arc when actually something nice was happening. Beg, and I'll put down the gun. What's that gonna prove? Beg, and I'll put down the gun. No, 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 no. Also, come on, you wouldn't just shoot like that, would you? It's I mean, America, actually, man, they would. I was, I was actually about to say, yeah. Uh, it's America, sorry, no, like, not to get political, but it's America and he's a minority. They would. I don't know why I even said it. I knew that was going to happen. He's got a gun. That's probably the most realistic thing that's happened in this film. Oh! I still think they got the fire physics pretty uh, spot on from the, the beginning. <laughs> Much to the other ladies' uh, displeasure. Guys, can we get out of here? I still need to talk to the detective. I shouldn't have picked truth. No, it's not your fault. I picked truth too. Well, someone has to do it, dare. I mean, that was a pretty bad one, but. <laughs> this game's so unrealistic. We're not playing it, it's playing us. And none of this is a coincidence. It waits for our most vulnerable moments, and that's when it passes. As if on cue, it knows. She's got to do a truth. Think of them filming it before the effects put on it, where they're just smiling at each other. I bet they caught mm. so much doing this. Yeah. What is it? It must be really, really creepy. Oh, I didn't dare, Olivia. Okay. Okay, you have to pick truth. What? Olivia, do it, dare. Olivia! You're mental to rob the bank. <laughs> so it was a truth anyway. <laughs> what? Oh, okay. She's going to have something to have done with her dad's death. And I was thinking that earlier, what secret could you possibly have on a friend in the real world which, you, like, you just possibly can't say that's almost worse than death? If you had a hand in... Yeah. If you were involved some way in, like, somebody they knew dying. 
What were they banging or something? No, but like I don't know. Even if you weren't, even if you weren't like implicit. Oh no! I think she. Oh banged my her god! Dad. No. We had a few, and then he told me that he had been fired that day because he was he was drinking on the job, and it just felt really bad for him. But I told him that you and I would help him figure things out. Oh. Okay, so I'm starting to feel like Marky has had a bad time, but she's also had a really bad time. Like, she's a bad friend, but she's also going through a pretty shit moment, isn't she? I tried to push him off. I didn't do it. Well, she she can't be responsible for her dad killing himself just because she rejected his advances. It, like, it might be taken as the final straw. To forgive him said that he needed help but i was so scared and i was confused and i threatened to tell you what happened but he said that he would die if you ever found out Ooh. this film's messed up I told him that you'd be better off if you were dead oh hang on so did she did he come on to her i missed yeah. that did he come on to and her that, but then she rejected it and then the threat the threat of her saying that he was she was going to tell him Oh, so she didn't actually bang him, right? Trust me, but the fact that basically she was the final straw is is taken as the slight, and like you said, she's already pretty messed up at it as well. So to find out your friend had anything to do with it, I know the game dared you to set that woman on fire. Tell me where to meet you, or I'll wait outside your family's house until the game dares me to do the same to you. Quite. <laughs> We trace <laughs> it's that thing from like you know the cartoons when they like they hold their collar out and then loads of steam escapes from it like Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you mean officer <laughs> it's not what it looks like I dare you to set yourself on fire you stupid bitch I want to murder your family <laughs> signs the name of the person being interrogated <laughs> Sam wait he's alive you know him and you're right, why doesn't he get pulled back into the game? Or is no. he just no. getting away with truths and dares at the minute? How did they not pick up that the girl... They're quite savvy most of the time, these kids. Why didn't they pick up that the girl who set the girl on fire clearly didn't know the name Clayton or whatever name they had before? What, Olivia? I don't know any names. <laughs> <laughs> Vodka. In your absence, I was like, oh yeah, uh, Wolfman and Lead Girl have gone down uh, <laughs> yeah. south. Uh, Love Triangle Angry Girl was chatting to her dead dad on the phone. Wolfman and Lead Girl sounds like a really bad like superhero <laughs> TV show, doesn't it? Wolfman and Lead Girl. One turns into a wolf, one's a protagonist. One turns into the wolf and the other one is just really good at tying away cables. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One drives the plot along, the other one's a dog. Good man. <laughs> Lee girl. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I wonder what you said that. You and lead girl is it like literally just has like a bunch of cables and leads. Hang on, didn't you tell me that she had something to do with a gun in her dad? Yeah, so the truth uh, that she was asked was, did, did you still have the gun that he used to kill himself? And she said yes. 
and like she'd thought about killing herself with it. And I think that passed the truth, but then the thing also then said, oh, you should go and dig that gun out. Oh, right. Oh, it was Car Carter, not Clayton. Sorry. So it's wanting you to know at some point she is, like, she's loaded. And now it's going to appear and it's going to give her a dare and it's going to say, kill yourself. And it's like, it's, it's a it's a lose-lose, isn't it? Yep. I mean, I'm literally just writing this plot as it goes along. Ah, uh, that's where I keep that gun in my box of lovely memories. Not like safely locked away, out of sight. I mean, well, technically, it's outside. Oh, it's going to be too late. Okay, there again, Joe. You've, you've picked a cracker of a film for showcasing off some beautiful suburban American houses. I was just thinking, how massive is that fucking house? And this is like, what, a frat dorm, isn't it? This is where they all live. Yeah. Please open the door, we need to talk. Uh oh. Well, my father did. Could you please put it down? Why? I don't have anything. This is horrific. I think this is worse than Would You Rather. Would You Rather just got very, like, visceral. I hid the truth about your dad to protect you. Understandable, but also cowardly. Every single day, I wish I could take back what I said to him. Yeah. But also, also, it's right for... Uh, okay, let's talk about it afterwards. The, the, the sort of the morals of that. We can't change the past. I mean, that's what this game is... Well, this film is really, like, highlighting. Just, like... Can end this game. Fucking no. the shitty morality Carter, of some of the things in their lives. But in a slightly, like, grounded way. Did the conversation with the lady with no tongue reveal anything more about this thing that's doing this to them? Uh, I think maybe a little bit at the beginning when I was rambling on about Mario Sunshine. So <laughs> I think you got to Mario yeah. Sunshine. <laughs> oh, because you said something about shine, and that's just the first thing that popped into my head. So as you left, having said the word shine, I went, well, speaking of shine... That's a great game, by the way, Mario Sunshine. Fucking love that game. Right? I got stuck, well, but I liked it. Uh, <laughs> everybody listening to this and you and you edit will hear me ramble on about it for a few minutes um, what what part did you get stuck on oh I can't remember specifically it felt like it was about halfway through the game I just suddenly did, there was a level that I just couldn't do and I couldn't be bothered to look it up just needed more stars yeah it's always with the stars it's just a happy looking game I like it I mean that was kind of the crux of my point as rambly as it was that like it doesn't matter if the weather outside starts turning to shit or, you know, the world's falling apart. You can't not play Mario Sunshine and be reminded of happy, sunny times. Like, every level is such a symphony of colour and music and joy and woohoos. Yeah, and just water. I'm such a water baby. You are a water baby. Mm. Fuck off. Oh, you just smacked a girl in the face. Well, 
that's just wrong. Sweet little Olivia's not shooting anyone. Try me. I dare you. Yeah, she definitely would at this point. She'd do whatever. Well, yeah, I was going to say, you've seen enough people die. You know how real this is. The fact that they're prepared to cut out his tongue to seal away the creature means they're not fucking around anymore. And we're back where it all started. From that point where the um, torches are to the house, that would take fucking ages. And something and something. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we, we've actually left this pretty late because uh, I think we've just been kind of just, just going on with it and, you know, dare I say, enjoying it as we do. Uh, Endgame predictions. There's four of them left. Okay, so it can either go, they do whatever they need to, to so that the ritual's over, or it's going to have some kind of elaborate ending, and I can't decide which way it's going to go for now. It's definitely going to set up sequel bait. Hopefully, yeah. In that way, it's got to be an elaborate ending. As in, she's, like, one of them has to survive to have like continuity Take it now. like she like the whole final destination the thing someone times. survives to be like the foreshadowing of the next game oh well he's saying something right they look at the, the little um the the casing that they put the, the little pots they look like the holy hand grenade from worms <laughs> oh my god yes they do Hallelujah. <laughs> if it did that if it did that right here right now this would have been the best ending we've ever seen i am um, i think i used to use the holy hand grenades just because of the noise i didn't even think they were that good a weapon in worms yeah they're just like for comedic purpose why would you say dare in a moment like this? Yeah. Surely you would have to say truth, because dare would be stop this. Surely the dare could just be shoot yourself in the face. They could say whatever. Yeah. I just had my turn. Gotta get away from you both. I just had my turn. Because it dare me to choose. You already have. You love Marky. Choose which one of you to kill. And he thinks if he takes himself off, it's just going to kill him. Which he probably will. Oh, he's suddenly fluent in Spanish. Well then. Oh, one of their faces is going to change as they kiss. Oh, that's nice, though. Oh, redeeming arc. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, we're both terrible for each and other. And then, wait for it, pull away. Oh. Emaro Emaz. Silencio. There's one more thing to do. Pick up the knife. I can't do it for you. Pick it up. You gotta chop off the tongue. And do what? I'm so sorry, Sam. But you unleash this evil, which means you're the only one who can stop it. 
How would you chop off your tongue with just a knife? No, that's insane. Would you literally just have to pull it out as if like you had a pair of forceps? Surely the blood loss from that would kill you anyway, wouldn't it? Mm. No, unless you cauterized it or something. I don't know, it's one of those things I've seen it kind of happen in movies a few times that like most people who have their tongues cut out seem to survive. But then movies have famous misconceptions for a lot of things. Oh, well played. That was a pretty good takedown. <laughs> They're literally trying to hold down a demon possessing a man. We'll fucking do it. Ooh. Oh, that is horrific. For those who are just audio listeners, two of the guys are masturbating together. <laughs> and it's that not July. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. just, just to make sure no one got confused. Oh, Wolfman's dead. Good night, spoiler. <laughs> and good night. Oh. There's been some pretty, pretty graphic deaths in all of this. I hasn't really shied away from that, has it? We started this game. The second we came here. Thing is, after a while, when all the truths are out, the only thing that could really get you would be a dare, right? I have an idea. Well, that's the thing. Like, how long could the game go on for until, like, yeah, until you like eventually, like, okay, seriously, we're just not trying to like figure out a way to end this now. Lucas is asking me. Pick dare, but don't do it. Okay. I'm so sorry for keeping that secret from you for so long. And I swear to you, I will never, ever keep anything from you again. But we survive this only if we trust each other. Okay? How does she, hang on, what has she possibly worked out that I don't know? That yeah. I'm literally thinking the same. So she has to pick there. Is it because the game can't function if there's only one of them? Therefore, he needs to keep I the game going, it. so he needs to keep both of them alive? No! Dare complete, Calix. What? Your turn. Truth or dare? I'm not in this game. No, once you're asked, you're in. Those are the rules. Oh, I see. She's trying to bring him into it. Hang on, well, how come she can suddenly start speaking to him about being in the game? You can't. Carter was the only one who could stop this. 
So now the game won't end until all the players are dead. And your turn's next. Unless I don't know. I feel, I feel the rules are getting made up on the spot here. This is very, like, rewritey right at the end. Yeah. <laughs> rewritey. This is why I'm not a writer. <laughs> How does this end? I'm choosing you. Well, it's exactly like you said. Either there's a really clean ending or it all goes to... Oh, okay. Foreshadowing to the max, right? The only thing we know about her is that she's a YouTube blogger. I predict she's going to blog this out so it's going to affect however many fucking thousands of people watch her. Oh, what a prick. She is totally just ensnared. Like, well, however many thousands or millions. That's such a dick move. How many millions of people are going to die from this? The game is real. Tell the truth. Do the dare or you die. Refuse to play. Oh, look, they're in London. They are. And it can come from anyone. I'm so sorry, but I have to ask. I did see that there was a whole article of, like, mistruths Hollywood um, has about England. And one of them was, like, England's mostly only ever shown in films, uh, like, just London. It's like, there are other places outside of London. Oh, yeah, it's always, like, right by Big Ben. That's the only place we have. That was literally just a shot of Big Ben taking out, oh, we're in London, we are. Right, I'm pausing now. And that was the end of Truth or Dare. Wowza. You know what? For an, an hour and 40 minute uh, film, that went pretty quickly, I think. I don't know how you're going to feel as the viewers, but certainly to watch it, I felt like that sped right through, didn't you? I mean, compared to Pixels. <laughs> compared to the, the literal army crawl. Seconds. To get to the first hour. Oh my God. I didn't even look at the time once, like so. Uh, I looked at the time once to do a little timestamp, uh, just in case we had to uh, had to pause a bit earlier. But uh, no, that that zipped along, didn't it? It really did. And you know what? Okay, what are your closing thoughts on on truth or dare? Uh, I think it was a very middle of the road film. Like it's 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 very difficult. So fresh, fresh off from watching Pixels to call it a crap film because we, we know we've got, we know where the bar is now and we know for, for us to have to stop watching a film is truly a crap flicks. But I wouldn't say, you know, for all of its paciness, I wouldn't say it was good because other than like that very convoluted, like lore at the ending about like, oh, suddenly here's the demon and here's how you stop him and they start changing the rules of the game. Um, everything else was a little predictable. I didn't like that bit, but I did like, I didn't like that bit, but I did like when she spread it out to the world. That's quite a cool way to, to invite a sequel, I think. But, but that's what we said. It would, it would be sequel baited. Yeah, yeah. But I like that as a sequel bait. It wasn't like, We've made it, and then suddenly she's got the face again, and they don't understand why or anything stupid like that. Yeah, it was. It wasn't. Um, I was going to say hokey. Um, I I feel like that film was an, was absolutely okay, and by that I mean I give it a good six out of ten. 
And I feel like the thing I've learned and, and the reason why Pixels failed so badly for me is that you could just tell that no one involved in the film gave a shit. Whereas at least in this film, you've got a, you know, they were, they were, they were putting some gusto behind it. I feel like the, the actors weren't bad. The only bad actor I could spot was the, the, uh, um, you say wrong, the wrong. guy's father. Oh, okay. No, no, no. The, the, the Chinese guy's father, who was terrible, but then he only had about two scenes anyway. Um, the rest of them, I all thought, did a, did a serviceable job at what they were going to do. And yeah, uh, I will say most ir- irritating death was uh, Vodka Girl, who did not deserve to die at all. No. Uh, yeah. Just in that way. At least give her a cool send-off. Imagine if you're the act- actress and it's like, hey, you get to come on. It's most likely that your character will die in a really gruesome way and it'll be fun to shoot. Oh, no, you don't. You just jump in front of a bullet. Bye. Bang. It's like, what? Having yeah, had it set up so anticlimactically about her, well, sorry, more climactically, yeah, the build-up to her death from the actual game itself. Well, it was all it for the game. It seemed like she so, so clearly dropped all of the vodka part of it. <laughs> It almost seems like they shot those films in a different order or they, or they, they scenes in a different order. Like they didn't quite register that this is supposed to be just after that had happened. Which obviously like filming schedules generally are, are never shot canonically. Uh, sorry, not canonically, no, this is chronologically. What people do. But yeah, it's very annoying. you need your set dresses, you need content. You're right. It was, it was absolutely okay. I thought it was predictable, but I was still interested, which is a very weird feeling because you basically worked out what was going to happen for each dare or game, but then you didn't know what was going to happen next in a weird way or what it was going to lead to bigger picture. It used the premise properly. So I feel like it gave us, it gave me what I needed with regards to the type of truth and the type of dares you'd want from a film like this. Yeah. I feel like it was cool that Calix or whatever the guy was called, um, the, the demon was called, just a cool demon was, guy. was <laughs> smart in in his approach to how to sort of wrangle it into his favor which i thought was quite interesting and i you know it was um yeah absolutely okay i enjoyed it i thought it was fun like like a fun watch but very forgettable yeah i'm not gonna wake up tomorrow singing well i don't think there were any songs yeah i mean it's no mamma mia right (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah i um i also think that kind of the the face effect the kind of face filter effect that they put on them um was only really freaky on a very few of them and actually none of the main characters when they had that face looked scary to me do you know why because they don't want to like unbeautify them so they're not attractive or appealing anymore and it was just an I old dead guy i genuinely feel like yeah the old dead guy and the hobo had the worst ones and the rest of them were just like mm, it's kind of bad like well, speaking of old dead guys and hobos, uh, we have been Jamie and Joe, and this <laughs> was Crap Flicks and Chill. Oh, thank you so much for listening uh, all the way to the very end of our podcast. Um, if you enjoyed it, why not tell a friend about it? Uh, we would really, really appreciate it, and we'd also absolutely love it if you could go and give us a lovely five-star review on apple podcasts or wherever you listen and can review us uh we'd really appreciate it like i said and it would uh help us out a lot um you can also find us over on those old socials twitter and instagram at crapflix podcast uh for some uh cheeky bits of extra content and some um sexy sexy social posts and yeah we've got a gmail as well crapflix podcast at gmail.com so if you have any uh, terrible movies you'd like to suggest please not pixels or anything like pixels 
but anything at all, get in touch. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, we really love doing this, and we hope you enjoy listening to it too. Thank you again so much, and we'll see you all next time. Goodbye. Truth or dare. Ha, ha, ha.